Welcome to the Give Back Economy, a podcast about social innovation and social enterprise. Now with your host, Peter Miller. Welcome, and today we're going to talk to Marsha Moran and uh, find out more about what she's doing. So, good morning, Marsha, and tell me a little bit about your academic background. Well, good morning, Peter. Um, I have a (laughs) degree from the University of North Dakota in political science, and I have a master's degree in uh, business education, I'm sorry, business administration from Chapman University in California. Wow. Okay. Yep. That's <laughs> different communities for sure. Yep. Okay. So what about your work experience? I've been all over the map with that. <laughs> so I started out in marketing. And from there, I went and got my business degree and I switched over to writing business plans for an entrepreneur in New Hampshire. And then uh, my husband was transferred to Washington, D.C. and I got in the high-tech community there. And when the bubble burst in 2000, I switched over and did nonprofit for a while. And then I did uh, stint at uh, um, a cardiovascular firm, and then I went back to high tech. <laughs> and then I had a stroke, so I haven't been doing much since then. Okay. So besides being at home, you're doing something else. Tell us about that. Okay, so I wrote Stroke Forward in... Well, it went public in 2019. And that is a book about what I went through to get over my stroke. And it was really as a guide to help people understand certain things that they should be aware of when they go through that process of doctors and therapists and all that. And it also includes a couple unique perspectives on uh, therapies that aren't part of the normal use in medicine, but I found them and I tried them and they worked great for me. I recently started a podcast and I am coaching and I recently got certified to give ISIS microcurrentno feedback to stroke and TBI survivors. So I'm doing a lot. <laughs> so Marsha, what's the name of your podcast? Stroke Forward. Okay, excellent. And it sounds like you're having fun doing all of the things you're doing. I am actually. Okay. What role does your husband play in all the stuff that you're doing? So he was a major role in my recovery because without him, I wouldn't be the person I am today. And so I really thank him for being there to catch me when I fell. (laughs) I fell a lot. Uh, 
figuratively and um, yeah, figuratively mostly, but I sometimes did fall. Um, and he's there just for guidance, you know. Um, he doesn't do much anymore, but say, yay, good job, keep going. Okay. Do you have any ongoing uh, disabilities as a result of the stroke? Yes. So I was paralyzed on the right-hand side, and there is some um, weakness or cramping in my left foot and my right hand. I'm sorry, in my right foot and my right hand, and I have a severe bout of tinnitus in my left ear. Okay. So having said all of this, are you going to write another book? I've thought about it. So I've, <laughs> I know it seems weird, but I've thought about writing a book about um, health and especially a cookbook about what I'm eating now because I found that eating the right foods changes how I feel about myself. And maybe it's because I went to the doctor and he did a blood test, and he discovered that I was sensitive to 50 things. <laughs> so eggs, dairy, gluten, yeast, a whole lot of things. And so I had to completely switch my diet. And it <laughs> finding things that taste good and meet my diet restrictions is really hard. <laughs> so I thought, Maybe I should write a book, but then I i don't know, because I don't know if it's just for me or if other people will want this kind of book for themselves. I don't know. I think the answer is yes. Okay. So having said that, okay, so your book talks about your experience. Did it involve working with any organizations? It talked about three different doctors um, specifically. So most of the organizations I used pseudonyms for because they didn't want to be recognized publicly. But there are three doctors that I did suggest in my book, and they were the ones that treated me with different technologies than other people. The first one is Dr. Kara. And he treated me with laser treatment, and he treated me right here, which is uh, my left ear, um, just a bit above uh, where my stroke was. And I was trying to get rid of my aphasia. And aphasia is a difficulty in communicating. So it could be speech, it could be writing, it could be reading, it could be comprehension. And... Um, Laser treatment worked for 40 to 50% of my problem, I would say, and then I quit. Now, the interesting thing about laser treatment is that it is good for other brain diseases as well. So um, I would recommend that people look at it if they're interested. And I'll be very specific. He used the Erconia 635 nanometer laser and 635 nanometers is critical because that's the point where it 
um, impacts your uh, cells the most. So it impacts both sides of your head. Um, and it was uh, really very quite interesting when he did that. The second person that I tried was Dr. Fuller. And he used IASIS microcurrent neurofeedback technologies on me. And <laughs> that's where he puts leads on my head, like EEG leads on my head. And <laughs> I did the neurofeedback. And what's interesting about this is that I did nothing. So in most technologies, you're supposed to make a ball move or something on the screen. I sat there and did nothing. I was thinking, is he teasing me? Is this really doing anything? So after 16 sessions, I talk like I do now, which is amazing to me. Yeah. And the third person I see is a chiropractor who treats me a little bit differently. So he doesn't crack my back, but he actually uses pressure points to align my spine. And that is really interesting because it doesn't hurt. Well, it hurts when he's treating me, but when we're done, it doesn't hurt anymore. It's amazing. So Marsha, are you also a speaker? Yeah, <laughs> I do speak sometimes, yes. And how much do you get paid? Oh, I don't get paid. I just speak because People really need to hear about these technologies. Okay. There are speakers bureaus that you could be part of. I, I work with a uh, medical doctor who did 3D printing of medical assistive devices. Uh -huh. And I set her up with a speakers bureau. And the first uh, presentation was 30 minutes for $7,000. Okay, I think I need to try that. <laughs> exactly. So having said that, where do you see yourself in three years? Are you going to start your own organization? Uh, yes, I think that, um, so the thing that I really want to do is a TED Talk. So I'm going to do my TED Talk. I'm going to keep coaching. I'm going to keep using the IASIS device and giving it to really people who have brain injuries because that's the people that I think need it. Well, obviously, I think everybody needs it, but I think brain injuries need it most because um, most people say you've had a stroke, you have your therapy, and then you're done. And that's not okay. You can get better every single day as long as you think you can, and as long as you look for the right technology, right? So I'm going to continue doing all of this stuff. And continue to make a difference. And continue to make a difference, absolutely. So how large is your community in terms of people who have had a stroke? Do you have any sense in your own community? I really don't. Um, so I've um, I work with one aphasia group. Um, I work with people in Oregon. I work with people in North Carolina. I mean, I go wherever people want to know more. So I have no idea how far I go. Okay. So, 
if you were bilingual or trilingual, you could do it in several languages. Actually, I am bilingual, <laughs> or at least I used to be. <laughs> okay. What does that mean? Spanish? Uh, no, uh, I speak Norwegian. <laughs> ah, okay. That's, that's really weird, isn't it? <laughs> well, what's more weird is my wife, who has Parkinson's, was born in New York City. Mm -hmm. And when I introduce her, her to people, I say she's bilingual. She speaks a little Canadian. <laughs> so that's, that is true. That's that's what keeps it interesting. But having said that, your sources of funding are mainly your coaching. Is that? Yep. And and it will be doing the speakers bureau. I'm going to take your advice. And you're going to write another book. I guess I am if you're telling me I must. <laughs> okay. It's going to be a while, though. I mean, there's, I've got a lot going on. Um, I've been putting my book on audio, so I'm going to turn it into an audio book, which I think is important because 40% of people who've had a stroke have aphasia, okay. which is a very big percentage. Okay, well, that's great. I co-wrote a book with a, a lady in, uh, in Toronto, and uh, ours is called The Give Back Economy. Okay. which uh, shows people how to start and grow a social enterprise. And, and okay. so, but uh, as long as you can have fun and learn at the same time. Yep. So on our podcast, we've done 110. Wow. And 18 are with people related to the disability area. Wow. And here's something that you may want to explore down there is in Canada, over 20% of our population has a disability. Wow. And if you add in family and friends, that goes up to 54%. Wow. Which is very powerful in terms of what it could do. And one of the reasons why I started this area is because racial justice is number one in mm -hmm. the press and in the community. And disability is way down the line in terms yep. of recognition. That's, so that's one of our objectives is to bring it back up into the top 10. Yep, and it should be. Exactly. We learn and have fun while we're doing it at the same time, and that's that's the main reason for it as well. Yep. Look, you have a great story to tell, and you just have to get the word out there as to what you are doing and how well you're doing it. Do, yep. you, have, do you have a YouTube channel? I do. Um, I think it's called Stroke Forward. <laughs> okay, excellent. I want to be able to people to look, to look at the 
the YouTube channel as well. Yeah. So I've forgotten. Do you have a website as well? Yes, it's www.strokeforward.com. <laughs> wow, very similar to your book. Yeah. So I use my book as the template for everything else that I do. Um, because if you're not consistent, then nobody's actually really going to understand where to find you. So you should be a consultant as well. <laughs> you think so, huh? <laughs> well, I mean, so many employers today don't deal with accessibility. Right. And if you were an advisor or a consultant, you could say, here's how you can hire people with a disability yeah. and how you can provide the appropriate uh, setting right. for them to contribute. Because people right. with disability are not dumb. Oh, I know. I actually used to work for National Industries for the Blind. And their um, whole purpose is to create jobs for people who are blind. Um, so I would say that 80% of those people are unemployed. Well, here's an interesting story that I'm going to talk to the person I hold shortly. It's called the Ice Owls. It's a group of owls, O-W-L-S. It's a group of men who play hockey who are blind. Really? Interesting. So does the puck have a, a sound yes. that comes from it? Yes. Okay. Interesting. So they have a little league, and they play regular hockey games. Wow. So I would like to see that. Okay. So, well, what I'll do is I'll send you a link to their website, and it does show some YouTube pictures. Okay. And anyway, thank you for this this morning. You're doing incredible work, and yep. uh, you're continuing to learn, which to me is very important, and have fun yep. while you're doing it. Yeah. So well, thank you so much. Thank you, Marcia.